0: Of course, we are cautioned not to give a long homily on this day, but I'd like to just make a couple of brief comments because this is a very, very spiritual and a very dramatic week. And um, over the three-year cycles, this year is the Gospel of Luke, the Passion of Luke. Next year, it'll be Matthew and then Mark and then Luke again. And we always hear the Passion According to John on Friday. And I mention that because... If you compare the two Gospels that deal with Jesus' birth, only Matthew and Luke, they're very different, completely different characters in them, and the whole spirit is different. Luke is filled with joy, and, and Matthew is filled with uh, fear and danger and even the killing of children under two boys because he's trying to get, Herod's trying to kill Jesus. Same with the uh, Passion. In each of the three Gospels, or four Gospels, Jesus says different things. Luke is the only one that puts these words in the mouth of Jesus on the cross. Father, forgive them all. They know not what they do. But what happens to you and me, and when we watch uh, programs on television, they mix the elements from all of them. And, and then we get this kind of a hodgepodge, and it's, it's not bad, but, but it's not respecting the kind of theology and the presentation that each evangelist is trying to uh, share with us. So I want to point out just a couple things. Uh, uh, First of all, uh, the first time that Peter speaks, it was a woman speaking. And uh, at this Mass, we had another woman speaking there, but the other Mass, it's been a man who who spoke for the first woman that speaks in the Gospel. So uh, you might say, Father Perry, get your act straight here. You've got men speaking for women and women speaking for men. But the reason I like that is because their sex isn't what's important, it's the words. And in a way, we need to be able to relate to every single person in this passion. We need to be able to relate to those women who are saying, surely you, you were with him, surely you're one of him. And we need to be able to relate to Peter and, and to Judas and to Herod and to Pilate and to Jesus himself. Because the truth is, every one of us has a little bit of every one of them in us at different times. And we have to come to this great mystery of the cross and all the characters in this story and realize that this represents us. And it couldn't be more true this year. Now, if there's any blessing, and there isn't really any blessing in this war in the Ukraine, if there were one, it would be simply this. It's it's happening during Lent. This is a revelation of sin at its max. That one man that one man could have thousands killed and children and women raped and could have uh, millions driven from their homes and cities wiped off the map. Unbelievable. But the truth is, we are all that one man too. We have the power of grace and the power of sin in our mouth and in our actions every single day. And although probably, hopefully, uh, almost assuredly, none of us could ever pull off what Putin is doing, and such evil, and really such sinfulness. But on a much lighter level, we're capable. So we participate in this story uh, in all its fullness. An interesting little thing that happened that I've noticed it before, but this time it really hit me in a different way. When the the soldier's ear is cut off by Peter, I think, and uh, it's lying on the ground, It says that Jesus picked it up and healed the man on the spot. Now, how could that happen? First of all, from the soldier himself, and from anybody watching this, how could they not come to believe if there was an instantaneous healing of a man's ear severed on the ground and placed back on his head and completely healed? But you know, I think that's part of the power of the Passion. It is strange, it is wonderful, it is awful, and it's almost contradictory in places, but it doesn't matter, because we're being drawn into something that is much bigger than us or any little truth. We're being asked to come to some deep belief. Now, if people saw that and didn't believe that he was the Christ and then went ahead and still crucified him, is there any wonder that sin should be able to have such impact in our lives? that we can judge and hate and condemn and, and, and stop trying and, and just become like dead people sometimes. Hmm. The passion and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is central in our faith. It's the whole meaning of this week. And so the church is asking us to be drawn into it, to celebrate it dramatically as we can and open our hearts to the power of this cross because ultimately, I think, What makes the cross so powerful, at least it does for me, are the very words that Jesus says in the Gospel of Luke today. When after all of this, all of this, he is able to say, Father, forgive them all. They know not what they do. How can one forgive when they're subjected to such evil, such pain, such rejection? But it is possible. And if we know the power of the cross, we will come to know even more deeply the power of the resurrection. So let us stand and continue our prayer.